welcome back to the UCAST podcast. This week we are discussing Dang it. conspiracy theories of why English assigned English books are so depressing. And for the record, most of these theories, if not all of them, come from are true. And are true. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're very they're true. They are entirely based on fact. Entirely, not opinionated at all whatsoever. And you should take us very seriously. Oh, yes. Never mind. Never mind. That was odd. Do I Don't get worry a slap you? <laughs> he, he got his facts confused. Just let him get it. The should probably cut this out. Let me fax that. We're, and we're keeping the podcast at 25 minutes today. Yes. I can't even pronounce fact. I can't even pronounce it correctly. Fact, fact versus facts. Fact, plural, but we pronounce it the same way we pronounce F-A-X. Yes. Well, I think that's how it's spelled. We are totally off topic, guys. Assigned English books. Well, we could go through in a circle. Actually, I would like to elaborate on that. I actually did a little bit of research on this by talking to a few of the people in my ward who are UB or who are uh, university professors. Ward meaning people in a general area close to you, like hospital wards. Yeah. It's what we call. It's what we. You know, I have to bleep that out every yeah. time you say a s- <laughs> Or I have to bleep it out. <laughs> oh wait, it's a good Wait, we can't say most frequently assigned English We can say So, guys, where this actually is coming from is from the Common Core uh, suggested reading list. They aren't required books, it's suggested. There is not technically a list of required books required, or a, a list of books that is required for teachers to pick from. But well, the teachers do The teachers sure consistently choose. We are, yes, we are required to read them, but the teachers are actually not required to pick books. Do you know where the problem, problem is actually coming in? The budget. Think about it. This, uh, so our, so English teachers come in, typically when other English teachers leave. They're to have a collection of books. So, but they go in and they say, hey, I want these books. And then their school says, no, we're not going to buy that. You're going to use what you have. Okay, so. The, Why did they choose the most, the most uh, common or the most recommended um, <laughs> book <laughs> is The Element of Style, Republic by Plato. And the then Common the Communist <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That one's actually a really good read. <laughs> I've read it before. Read okay. Before. So look at all these books. I've that actually... Thinks, I don't have any. Oh, the print is I might love that book. Is there one on etiquette? Because I don't think any of us have that. <laughs> <laughs> Art of Darkness. Okay, that's that's a me. I read that one. one the Structure of Scientific Revolutions. Now this, this is where school? all our creativity is going. Is this high school? Okay, Google. Yeah. Stop clapping high school. <laughs> Assigned reading books. Yeah, remember, <laughs> remember, do not slap the table. Period. In fact, I'll move my water bottle right here. No offense. Okay. No, I did not want that. Okay, Google. It's great. Common high school assigned reading books. Okay, popular high school required reading books. This is the website I was on earlier that showed, like, the most common books assigned for like English 11, English 10, and English 12. Some teachers, they require you to get your own books. That is like, true. Many of them do, yeah. Like, it, it sucks. Like, just a couple years ago, I was Not if they don't have the budget to put in good books. Well, okay, if I was having to read something like, I'm okay, if I was having to read something the from a British author, 
from a British author who is not actually technically any worse than some of the books we're actually having to read. Why don't we just read that? Because it teaches social commentary, too. It's pretty great. So, okay, so here are some of the most common books that are assigned for high school students. It is To Kill a Mockingbird, The Great Gatsby, Scarlet Letter, Catcher in the Rye, The Crucible, Romeo and Juliet, Lord of the Flies, Julie. Hamlet, The Grapes of Wrath, Animal Farm, Macbeth, of Mice and Men, Fahrenheit 451, The Odyssey, Great Expectations, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, which actually isn't all that depressing. Crime and Punishment! (laughs) I vote that we talk about The Lord of the Flies, as that is one of the most messed up books I have ever read. I love that book. That book (laughs) is actually extremely good. We all hated it because of the teaching. I realize it's supposed to be a very psychological thing, but the foundation of psychology that's suggesting don't agree with it me It seems extremely all. far-fetched. Yeah. I don't just think it seems in, far-fetched. I can see it happening. Can, I can you see pra- you've done it in practice. Like, I think that Goldman was only because you were in The Lord of the Flies. <laughs> Even <laughs> then, if he's talking about the extreme of what could happen, so, okay, you can't go off of the extreme of what could happen if the scenario that, you, that is happening though. is so far out there that I don't even, that it's not even plausible that it could happen. Okay, so let's yes, say that they legitimately did, intentionally, and when I say they, I mean the Illuminati, of course, <laughs> drop, a, drop a group of kids onto an island just to see what would happen. I don't think it would turn out like Lord of the Flies. That's the well, thing. Well, I think yeah. it has to do with the kind of mentality they were when you were leaving. They were leaving this war-torn country. They were scared. They were terrified. Then they get put in a stressful situation. Guys, we're making way too much sense here. We need to talk about actual facts, as in the things that don't make sense. <laughs> okay. I, I so would let agree. Me, let me try. So, when the people is talking... Yeah, they can, stay, they can see. You might as well just yell it. Stop hitting the table. I said yell it. Give it gusto. No, yeah. no, no. Bring no, that no, inner no, evil no, out no, of you. Don't want to get in trouble with people. Podcast voices? Podcast Bring voices? Your in, don't, don't. Inner podcast voices! <laughs> one, we're, one, we're in a study center, and two... Uh, I thought you were... Not study center, but uh, one, we're in a study room, which is still somewhat soundproofed, but still people can hear us once we get too loud. And also, the if it gets over a certain decibel level, it starts hurting ears. So... And I'd rather not have to normalize a gigantic chunk of audio, so. At least it's better than recording it out of that camera. I do recommend that sometime we probably transfer from having it on the table to over there. I just feel like a suspension is going on it. Grab like an extension cord. Do you use a computer master light? Me? Yeah. I use my computer light. I mean, during the podcast. I know. Not too much. Can we set it over there? Uh, sure. Then I guess. So you know, if if I so. Erk, um, do you want to move over there? I'll move. Over but there. then I'll my sound will get picked up more than like John's sound. Yeah, well that's already a problem. Well, I talk loud in general. That's a great so. voice, very loudly. <laughs> I so. talk loud in general. It'd be better to have the people who speak quieter and closer to the mic. So much. Like, I don't actually mean anything I say, but oh well. <laughs> well, um, yeah, so, so. I, I guess. So we should probably get back on topic. Yes, we only have to edit out the. We need to have a very large discussion here. Back with the plausibility of the you know, situation, I think it's highly plausible. Like, even, like I was in a backpacking trip up to you, which is with my local scouts. And tensions were high by then. I mean, you know. There was, you know, injury. There, I, I had to hike out on crutches. There was, you well, know. Careful for not wearing shoes. There was to be fair. Okay, 
well, I had my reasons. There was, you know, lack of food. You know, it had a lot of the factors of Lord of the Flies, except it all it was almost less hospitable. It was really only the leaders who kept things in line and kept us from killing each other. Which would have happened. It wasn't just the leaders well, that kept you in line. It was exactly. most of our sanity. Yeah. <laughs> our sanity was thin by the end. Well, yeah. it also depends on the kind of people you're with. Because I think it's safe to say that if we, as in the people in here, were dropped on the island, we'd figure it out pretty well. On the That's flip side, I would be in charge. Yes. Finally, an article I might read. <laughs> but how dare you I question my authority? <laughs> Yeah, actually, I probably would, I would prefer yeah. not to. Yeah, probably not. Do you want to just sit your laptop on the metal thing? I'll tell you what we can plug down there. They got plugged down there. Three minutes without oxygen, I'd like to differ. You know, this is just as, you know, a rule of three. It's a generalization. You know. Of course, there's 20 seconds. But it doesn't mention the units. Done. So are those, are those units oh, yeah. variable? What if I decided to say three years without oxygen? Could I change that variable? Back to the topic. <laughs> <laughs> if I go to English yeah. books, um, so what you know, is, we, we so, okay, so one of the things is, what is really with the psychology that, okay, so talking to people, what's the psychology that's the only good, um, moral or just conflict comes from depressing books. I think well, it's because it gets in your head more than like any other book. Like mm -hmm. if you if somebody dies at the very end of the book, then you're like, well that sucks. But like if somebody if somebody like was consistently dying repeatedly <laughs> dying if a puppy dies. Yeah if a puppy dies people remember. But like yeah. let's say um it's happily ever after, well, like, that's kind of a less satisfying end than an abrupt end. And the because abrupt ends true. are the ones people remember. I don't know. That depends on what it took to get to that happily ever after. Well, sadness is something we all share. And most of us don't have happily ever Here's after. one thing. There's statistics saying rates of depression and anxiety have gone up. Mm -hmm. And think these depressing books, they resonate with this audience. Not only that, but I'd say the school system as a whole is crap. Well, that's, that that's true. I, I'd say that depression has gone up because we keep on putting more depressing material in front of the kids. And so they get used to the depression, and then we put more depressing material on them, and then they get the rest of that, and eventually we get our, our depression rates are definitely going to go up because we're customizing our younger generations into being depressed. That's, that those do. really have to do with what kind well, of material you put in front of them, though, because there's some material that yeah. could be considered depressing that I consider hilarious just because of how poorly done it is. So, so it's well done, sure. Well, that is true, but things that are generally considered depressing, so things like death or genocide or mass yeah. murder, anything like that, those are generally accepted as dark. Yes. So if yes. those are the sort of things that you're having to study every day, every year, at starting at younger and younger ages, I mean, fifth graders are reading books that I didn't even want to read ever. Yeah, Lord so of the Flies will be a children. Fifth, fifth graders are reading the book Sex and Violence. <laughs> Seriously? Rock. Wrong. That is absolutely Wrong. proved over and over again. Wrong. We actually have found in this area on the child's Let's go bring it in. To well, they're reading about more. Do you want me to go find it? Reading about Gothicism. Yeah. Well, oh, that's yeah. the other one. 
Gnosticism is a way of thinking that is interesting, but I wouldn't consider that something that's able to depress someone. Mm -hmm. Because you could look at Gnosticism, and if it's not something that really resonates with you, you'd just be like, well, that's stupid, and move on. Um, So the main, the thing is with Gnosticism is it's a philosophy surrounding relishing life and the darker parts of life. It's not so much being depressed. Yeah. It's so more as okay. enjoying the thrill of being terrified. I may have worded it very poorly, but I was trying to get to that point. That. It doesn't really have to do with being depressed. So a lot yeah. of like I heard the comparison that, you know, Gothicism is like, you know, saying, Look how bright the ha- house is lit when it's burnt on fire and burning down, you know. It's bringing, you know, light to something through, you know, a Macabar, you know, morbid way. Well, Here's the thing that will light up your homework. In a, a very, very fiery way. That's a part of Gothicism. The main resonate of the darkness, at the same time, though, they are bringing a lot of pessimism and they pull darkness down. It means that you're pushing happiness away when you're pulling the darkness in. Yeah. Well, not so much in the philosophy of this. It's not in the philosophy and practice, though. Yeah, but the thing is, it depends on your view. A lot of philosophy is very much a um, personal thing and what you personally feel. Everybody's individual philosophy and interpretation of a specific philosophy will be different. I think that's why, like, yeah, I agree with you. It depends a lot more on the person, how you interpret. I wanted to clear up a little bit of confusion just to make sure that we're all on the same page here. And we're talking about the second definition, and I'll try to get more on that. So um, one of the arguments that I've heard English teachers actually use on why we read depressing books is because they're like bestsellers or like, no, New York Times or something like that, where they win a prize. I think that's never mind. Wikipedia. Because there are Google is not very prizes. helpful, right? Well, okay, so um, I mean, but not a lot. There's it's, actually a lot more than people realize. Yeah. I mean, because there are so there is books with conflict, and okay, yeah. So granted, you can't really have a good story without some sort of villain or some sort of problem. At the same time. There needs to be some, okay, so first things first, there needs to be some end goal that people can keep in mind that has some sort of level of happiness, light, just something that isn't dragged out. How many books nowadays has everybody die at the end? So I managed to somehow forget the name of the other thing that we've been talking about recently in romantic romanticism. Mm-hmm. So I think we're getting that mixed up a bit with each other because. No, Gothicism is a branch off of Romanticism. Transcendentalism is another philosophy that also branches off Romanticism. Here's this result. Think of it what you will. I'm not the one that says this. It's from dictionary.com. Somewhat, yeah. Often initial capital letter noting or pertaining to a style of literature literature characterized by a gloomy setting, grotesque, mysterious, or violent events, and an atmosphere of degeneration and decay, 19th century. You see, this is why we're getting more depressing stuff, because this is the literal definition. Yeah. It's saying depressing. Here's some examples. Uh, Just, well, technically, it's not meant to be depressing so much as to have a fascination with the I classify it as depressing when the entire background of Gothicism, like, not not the in practice, but 
the general, what it's supposed to be on topic of, is uh, incest, violence. I wouldn't consider forced depressing as much as it is just a very different way of thinking. Well, the thing is, it's, that's it. not the main theme of depressed. it. The main theme of it is exploring philosophies and exploring life in a different okay. way. Well, here's looking one. at it through a lens with the darker. How can we uh, bring this back? Here's one thing: if you if you take those things that came and said, and if you think, okay, so there we're trying to think of those in a positive light. So if you think about those in a positive light too much, you're going to start thinking about those as, with a positive um, connotation, which is not necessarily good because we want to think about drugs, sex, violence. We want to think about those things in a positive light because I don't think that are force, but. For reference, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that Gothicism is something that we should touch on, but not something that should be taught as much as we're doing right now. Yeah, because well, it's there's pretty, two, what we need to do is shift more on what we're what we're doing is in schools. We're teaching too much of the dark side. We're teaching Romeo and Juliet. Oh, what do you? What's the what's the lesson from this story? Don't Betray your parents, get fall in love at fourteen, and then commit suicide two weeks after you meet the well, guy. Well, that's not yeah. the lesson. I think what but, English teachers are trying to do is they're trying to teach us to appreciate, you know, texts that we may not necessarily enjoy, but be able to push through them. Why are we appreciating state. those texts in particular? Because those are the texts we wouldn't appreciate um, naturally. We don't yeah. seek sadness. But do we need to have such a high concentration of the of texts that teach similar things? Uh, may I, may I interject? So what they're, what the thing is, most of these darker books cover philosophies, cover much more deeper topics, and not a lot of happy books touch on those. The thing is, these are the more well-written ones, the ones that introduce new philosophies, and they're trying to, what English teachers are trying to do is to get us to break down literature and look for a deeper meaning, interpret it for ourselves, and look at all around this. And yeah, it gets deeper in your psyche. Just to interpret it in a way to analyze it, see what the author means, and okay. see what you can pull from it. Sorry. So that makes sense, but at the same time, have you guys looked at the kind of at the list of books that we're reading this year? There, I think there's only one that doesn't classify as one of these books. It's not necessarily that they're having us read these sort of things. It's the concentration on this. There needs to be some level of variancy. So I would not mind reading something. Okay, so Charles Dickens. He has some pretty depressing books. They teach some good lessons. At the same time, in the end, they do end well. There's something at the end that, in a way, compensates. So it's not necessarily about what they're teaching. It's the concentration and the amount of depression, depressing topics that we are being required to read. To be fair, you can get a good lesson out of almost anything, though. Yeah. It's but just... Mm -hmm. So, I, I can understand what you're saying, because yes, that's true, most of the, so, philosophies and stuff like that, they actually come from, not necessarily the darker side, just from, uh, the side that most people just don't like to think about naturally. At the same time, only focusing on that is going to get us into a mindset where that's the norm, and at the same time, that shouldn't become the norm in our society. Well, that is all very much up to interpretation as it is, but the, um, the thing is, with um, most of these books, sorry, I need to. It's like having a speech. You need to sit down. But um, so no, I'm fine. Um, you don't want to be the camera. But um, <laughs> with uh, the and that search result didn't yield much. Anyway, go. With with literature, yes, there are a few more 
light-hearted stories like Jules Verne's uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea is a brilliant piece as it is very visual and offers this fantastical journey of just going through the sea in a time where the ocean was generally a gigantic mystery. But the thing is, that doesn't really touch on too much philosophy. It's just more a good, well-written book. As for, honestly, I feel that English classes nowadays are kind of an English and philosophy class. Okay, here's one thing. Maybe if you explore the edge of ethics and start to see those from a theoretical standpoint, you should be able to see what the limits are. Except it's teaching those in a school. Here's the thing. English class is supposed to be English, though. Yeah, if I wanted to take an ethics, if I wanted to get ethics, and I wanted to learn about ethics, and I wanted to take in-depth stuff, I'd take an ethics class. I understand that we're trying to tear apart the sentences of an English book, and that's why I'm saying, uh, wow, that's why I'm saying we need, we need to space things out also. We need to uh, get more, we need to have almost a 50-50 of uh, happy and sad, of, of a mixed culture, because then we can get a wide variety instead of just a uh, a small, dark and depressing, uh, all fully ethical, learning a little bit of English and next to no, well, next to no English and all a bunch of this is what's right, this is what's wrong. All right, so what I think, this answer is unfortunately not as interesting as the Illuminati conspiracy theories, but I think the genuine <laughs> reason that they have so much stuff that doesn't necessarily pertain to learning English language is simply because A, they want us to have some background knowledge on those famous things, and B, they need something to fill the time. Well, I think it's also, you know, we need to understand how they wrote. I mean, you know, the Lord of the Flies, he, he, he was, Golden was influenced a lot by, you know, the I mean, psych psychologists of his time, such as Sigmund Freud and stuff. So if we're going to truly understand the text and understand how he wrote and what influenced him, and what influences people today, we have to understand these more complex topics. But I, I, I'm going to quickly jump in just to respond to yours. Uh, that's, I, I agree with you there. Uh, but still, if we were going to do that, then let's take one, sub, one thing from one book and just get a wide variety instead of many books that emphasize the exact same thing. Well, they're not emphasizing the same thing. They're all emphasizing Gothicism. <laughs> My turn. Okay, anyways, you get to wait. Okay, so, okay, think about it. By the time you get to high school, how long have you been having to endure some level of English class, learning about the English language? Okay, probably around a decade. Okay, um, I'm sorry. The English language is not that interesting. You cannot actually fill 10 years of nine month long classes every day well, the with just what's yeah, yeah, they're not exploring So the I agree language. with Joseph. It's mostly just because they're trying to fill the time and then need a reason to give us that stupid letter grade. I disagree. Although I want to add something Whoa. to that before, sorry. <laughs> okay. I know Aaron Next. goes. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, well, uh, the thing is, they still do have some lighter content that they cover. Like, we did have to read a section from Walden, which is a book about it simplifying. I actually really enjoy reading And that. it's not all gothicism. The thing is, just because it's depressing doesn't mean it's gothic. Gothic is a very specialized type. It's mostly fiction, by the way. Um, so, um, 
but the thing is, with most of this, it's teaching children most of the English language. If you just learn grammar and stuff, then you don't really know the English language. The thing is, we want to find how we came to the English language, what defined it. So, I mean, why don't we so, study uh, Latin and ancient Germanic? So, what I was going to say about what the time. Uh, sorry, you go. Keep going. Um, but it just. It, it's meant to, and also we write papers about it, and so that improves our paper writing skills and our structure in that. Um, and it also teaches us how to look at writings and different styles of writings and be able to read those and uh, figure out the meaning of them. Or often it's very interpretive, so they're also covering all the interpretations of that as well. So what I wanted to say before what Tanya said is the sad truth is while we, while a lot of us over at UCAS have a pretty good idea of what we're doing, <laughs> the truth is, some people, and I hate to say this, are just stupid. Sometimes, well, okay, that might not be the case. That's not a good word, actually. It's probably more like they're not trying. I do know. They're lazy. Or maybe just English isn't their thing. Maybe they're just better at something else. Yes, me. <laughs> So some people still struggle with English to this day, despite having been in it for several years, while other people are plenty... <laughs> while, other <laughs> while other people are plenty ready to be done. So I guess they just decided to have a one-size-fits-all system where no matter how good or bad you are, you're in it for the long haul. Chris is turning I think overall, what they were trying, what they're like trying to do, and I emphasize trying, is um, kind of provided like a combination of an introduction to ethics and philosophy along with an introduction to English grammar because you know there's like a bunch of other linguistic stuff that linguists go into and really boring but yeah like, also this kind of like is just bad yeah they just kind of like kind of mash them together sure. and I don't think they do a very good job of that so back on what Erwin's saying I get and Chris I think that you know, the reason they're having us read these books is because these authors have contributed, you know, quite a bit to the English language. You know, Shakespeare invented hundreds of, you know, of new words, you know. He changed the way, you know, the language was spoken, you know, single-handed, the romantic period. It added words like sublime. It changed, it created a whole way of thinking and a way of writing. That and just because they happened to write books that, you know, connected with people because they were somewhat depressing doesn't mean that, you know, it's some sort of conspiracy. Um, so I just want to make a comment. I just feel that maybe we should leave a lot of the uh, reading the books of the masters and all that to the humanities class. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so for me, okay, we have all these, so we have literature courses, we have humanities courses, we have English courses. I can understand reading some books in English, but ones that are actually going to, so ones that are more about the style of writing, not the concepts within the writing. Because if I, so philosophy, um, I don't know, just like, just, so, it's more, so, how to put this, it is called an English class because it's supposed to be about English. Having to read books and that is understandable, writing books, or writing papers on those books is good too. But trying to give us an idea of how the, the, um, the variety of writing styles, um, shouldn't be the main focus of an English class. I'm not taking an English class so I can learn about 15 different styles of writing over the course of 300 years. Well, that's what makes English English, you know. 
American writing has differed from, you know, the writing in Australia and the writing in England, and that's why we use different words, you know, that's why the English say, you know, what, what, and, you know. And one thing worth mentioning is the school, current school system is just old. It was initially created back in the American Industrial Revolution to keep up with the Industrial Revolution. It hasn't changed a whole lot since then. Um, one thing people about Look up Don't Stay in School. It's a video. Um, and you like that, yeah. It, it's, well, that, it's a cool video. That's my, you guys should totally check it out. Not a sponsor. Um. Oh, by the way, uh, this video does contain language, if that's a... It doesn't. It doesn't. Don't Stay in School doesn't. I thought this one does not. His okay. other ones do. Is it this After one? this, I have a comment. Is that it? I thought it was. Yes. I think After the stage. By the way, I kind of need to get out of here. Yeah. You might have noticed my alarm pop guys. up. Yeah, After this, we have ten minutes. Hey, we get to see a Square Enix ad. We can finish this discussion next week. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think we, I think this is exactly the kind of debate we should be having more of. You know, the time the kind of debate we get coming up. Wait, don't we not want to get copyright striped? He won't copyright strike us. He's had it. I wasn't taught how to get a job, but I can remember dissecting a frog. I wasn't taught how to pay tax, but I know loads about Shakespeare's classics. I was never taught how to vote. They devoted that time to defining isotopes. I wasn't taught how to look after my health, but mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Never spent a lesson on current events. Instead, I studied the old American West. I was never taught what laws there are. I was never taught what laws there are. Let me repeat, I was not taught the laws for the country I live in. But I know how Henry VIII killed his women. Divorced, beheaded, died. Divorced, beheaded, survived. Now that's in my head instead of financial advice. I was shown the wavelengths of different hues of light. But I was never taught my human rights. Apparently there's 30. Do you know them? I don't. Why the hell can't we both recite them? Why won't I know? Here's my morphic and sedimentary and I don't know squat about trade, it's not or how money works at all. Why does it come from? How does the thing that motivates the world function? I've taught to budget and disperse my earnings. I was too busy there rehearsing. I guess it didn't learn how much it cost the way to kill and watch an affidavit. His birth for days and what the quadratic equation is. Yes, on that note, we will leave you with a question again. Dear 11 year olds on Facebook, it's complicated. Seriously? What did he do? Steal your crackers? <laughs> and that concludes our podcast. Okay. <laughs> See y'all next week.